Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guest today, yes, plural, I'm very excited about these two rock stars. I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and a self-care tip to keep your week going. Marketing tip of the week. I am personally going through like overload and overwhelm. I think it's so important to plan out your content, plan out your emails, planning ahead sets you aside for less stress and more growth. So if I can give any advice today when it comes to your marketing, this could really be used towards anything in your life. Plan ahead. Life will be so much less overwhelming and stressful. I mean, running a business, you're already overwhelmed, but planning ahead will just make it a little easier for sure. Self-care tip of the day. Well, this whole podcast is all about self-care, but I think something that I personally been going through is I'm kind of waking up every couple of hours in the middle of the night. I think it's from overwhelm. It's from stress. And I think it's really important to like acknowledge when we're in a space of vulnerability and to do something about it, right? So when you feel yourself from the inside with, you know, the right nutrients and feeling high energy, like it's really important to find those vices. I'm so against prescription drugs, unless I'm in absolutely desperate need and none of my natural things are working. But I think these two ladies like have found a solution for that. And I'm really excited for you to meet them. So now let's talk about my amazing guest today. So we have Mary Jo Hilliker, who is a lawyer, author, mindset coach, certified nutrition coach, and functional nutritionist. And we have Armony Gambarian, who is a brand ambassador for Manatech and also a business manager. These two ladies really deep dive and share into the different dynamics of, you know, starting a business and running things on their own terms, but also, you know, working other jobs and finding balance. And their energy is so high vibe, so high vibe. And they're so inspiring. We talk a lot about mentorship, you know, natural ingredients and how it's completely transformed both of their lives. And I am not big on MLMs, although I do have to say I've tried my fair share so much in my life from Arbon, Isogenics, you know, Pure Haven, Beachbody. There's so many of, and they all had their great value. And I still support so many people that are doing that in my own way as a customer. I do think Manatech has a very interesting take on the MLM process. And I think each one has something different about them that makes them so unique. And I really think these these women have a lot to share and the transformations they're sharing on this episode is so inspiring. So I can't wait for you to learn from them. So stay tuned for the amazing Mary Jo and Harmony Gambarian. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene. I'm here with two amazing ladies that you all need to know in your life. Mary Jo Hilliker and Armony. Gambarian. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Awesome. <laughs> so excited to have you. I usually do introductions everybody will hear before the show airs. So I kind of want to break down and talk about how you both 
fell into the world of giving back and Manatech and all the things around seasonal allergies. So Mary Jo, let's start with you because you have this whole background and it started in Manatech as many of your other avenues. But tell us, you know, with the seasonal allergies, like how has that affected, how has that affected you, people you're surrounded by, all those things? Well, absolutely. My number one person that's impacted by that was my husband. When I married him, he was like on four different prescription drugs for allergies. And it was overwhelming because I, I, I've never been on a drug, right? So I'm looking at this guy with, I mean, he has the heart medication, cholesterol medication, and then all these drugs just for allergies. And I'm like, oh my God, it was overwhelming. So I started him because I had gotten associated with this incredible company, Manatech, and I've had phenomenal results with my parents and other people, loved ones in my life. So no one I love more than my own husband, right? So I said, okay, honey, how would you try this? Well, rah, rah, rah. You know, sometimes guys aren't as open to uh, nutritional supplements. They're kind of like, oh, no, I'm going to listen to my doctor. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so I got a little barking. But as soon as I petted the dog, he was okay. And he said, okay, I'll try it, right? So I started him on this incredible product that the company had that helped rid the body of those allergies, stop the allergic responses of the human body, right? So he started taking it. and within a month, he said, all he did was drain for like four to six weeks straight. And he goes, I don't know, but this is really causing. And I said, honey, that's draining your sinus cavities. You're getting rid of all that stuff. And he has never been on a prescription drug for allergies since that time. Amazing. So tell us too, like, how did you discover Manatech? What is Manatech for people who don't know what it is? Perfect, perfect. Well, I discovered here, my background wasn't anything like nutrition. I mean, I was a lawyer. I, you know, I was doing so many crazy things. I had my own businesses. I wasn't really in the health arena. I was just raised healthy. So I tended to eat healthy all the time. Um, but we have a condition in our family that's now in like third generation that we've tracked. And my father started showing signs of that in the early 1990s. And I was like, going, oh, no, no. You know, I was not going to allow my father to go down that path and he could no longer golf. He had retired in Sun City West. And I was like, that was his favorite place in the world. Right. And I was like, okay, we're going to solve this. So here I knew nothing about nutrition, really. I mean, I knew I love fresh fruits and vegetables and I always bought organic, but but I, I didn't study nutrition. And so I started researching and I came across this concept called glyconutrients. And it was like, what, you know, sugar, the first time we hear sugar, what do we do? Ah. Uh-huh right? I mean, as as nutrition people, but they're good sugars in this world. And so I started researching more and more. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff helps our cells talk to each other, communicate. And being a Christian myself, I go, you know what? I don't, God didn't make a mistake when he created the human body. Our body's built to be its own best healer. But if the cells don't talk to each other, how how does that happen? Mm -hmm. So I thought, wow, well, my dad's brain cells aren't talking to each other. That's really clear. Because he's not talking at all. Right? So I I just went to the company. Inter- this is how bad it was, Mary Jo, because I my background and high degree level of degrees, I was going to pursue everything. So I went to, I made an appointment, went to the company, interviewed the doctors, talked to the CEO, and I said, okay, I'm set. So I started shipping this product out to Arizona. And my mom agreed to give it to him, gave it to him, gave it to him. So about four months later, I go out to visit and, um, and, my dad still didn't say one word to me the whole time he was there, but he used to have tremors in his hands that he, all the food would fall off of his fork as he was eating all over the floor. The tremors were gone. So I was like, 
Well, you know, if they, if you don't want to take it any longer, if this is all it's going to do, and my mother said, we're not stopping, you know, it was really cute. Of course, I was paying for it. So, you know, and so the beauty of it, though, is that like four months later, I went back to visit him again, Sunset West, and my dad met me at the front door and said, hi, Mary Jo. I hadn't heard him speak in four years. So I was like, oh, not only was I ecstatic and tears rolling down my face, he actually got back on the golf course. He outlived my mother. I mean, it was just this miracle story, right? But at that time, I I was just so excited. I was like, my first thing that came to me was, oh my gosh, how can I help the world with this? So I went back to the company, found out it was actually a network marketing company. I'd never done any of that. No one ever approached Mary Jo. And so I had to learn, oh, all I wanted to do is help the world have a healthier life. Right. And, um, and so I jumped in both feet because I fell in love with the product and the rest is history. I, you know, I, I have a tremendous income stream today from it. And I just keep having a heart and passion to share it with everybody because it makes such a difference in so many people's lives. Amazing. So inspiring, like truly. And then that obviously leads to how you met Armony. <laughs> and now Armony is now working with you, which is so cool. So Armony, tell us a little bit about you and how you fell into the world of working with Mary Jo. Oh my God. Like it's, where do I start? But my background, I mean, you know, um, I have suffered with allergies pretty much my entire life. It started, I would say, freshman year of high school. So imagine like at first, you know, everyone was looking at me. They're like, are you sick again? I was like, guys, I'm not sick. It's allergies. Like, and I I don't know. I feel like, you know, with our food we eat in today's world, allergies are a lot more common than it was back then. But similar to Mary Jo, like I grew up with my parents, like in a very healthy environment household, like my mom would make us eat everything, uh, you know, on the food pyramid. It was like, we also had junk food too, but it was like everything in moderation. But mostly it was like, we were more prone to eating fruits and vegetables. And, you know, I think that helped a lot, but it was just frustrating. Like every morning getting up congested, headache, migraine, and I'm like in freshman year of high school. So it's like, you know, where do I stop? So of course, First thing you do when you go to the doctor, they give you medication and they're like, here's what you need to do. And at a certain point, because I love to take the natural approach on health, everything, right? I'm always like, listen, I love Western medicine when you need it, but if you could let it go and find a natural way for it, why not? So fast forward, um, we're at a conference in Philly with Mary Jo. It's for Society for Orphan Armenian Relief, and I'm on the board. So she gives this presentation. And in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, I have no idea how old she is at this point. And I was like, wow, what is she on? Because my energy levels are half of what her energy levels are. And I was like, I need to do what she's doing. Because I seriously was like, you know, it's like day life happens, right? Every day you're up, you're like working and doing everything. And all of a sudden, I noticed like two things that were like going on as I also like moved from New York to Colorado, like my autoimmune condition that I had was more aggravated here, my allergies were more aggravated. And I couldn't tell whether it was Colorado being more dry, change of pace, change of environment. But I was like, okay, it's been a year and a half. And I was on this vicious cycle of like taking antibiotics, curing quote unquote, my, you know, uh, autoimmune issue. And then a month later, it would come back again. So it was like, I needed to put a stop to that cycle. So when I heard Mary Jo's presentation and like she told me about 
Manatech, I like approached her immediately. I was like, so two things. Um, how are your energy levels so high? And B, here are my issues. Can you help me? She gave me her business card and like we did a Zoom call. And since then, I've been on the products. It's been a little over like five and a half months now. And I'm happy to say like no prescription drugs since then. Like absolutely not. And you know, now it's like part of my morning things. I have my probiotic, I have my manatee, I have my ambitrous life, I have my little OSP packet. And it's just all the vitamins that I just also like, I'm like, okay, I think I'm getting close to Mary Jo's energy levels now. So that's how I track it. So every time we have a Zoom call, I'm like, do I meet her energy levels? And if the answer is like, not as quite, then I'm not done taking my, you know, vitamins yet. So it's been an awesome journey. And like, you know, just finding out the other gig opportunity that Manatech also presents as well. That's, I think, incredible and important as well. And I think, you know, we all want to go natural. And it's just nice to finally have a product that can guarantee you natural products. And I'm not putting anything foreign in my body. Things work. I noticed, like, just personally, I was like, I'm 35 years old. I can't possibly be the only 35-year-old out there with these conditions. How do I spread the word? Because other people need to get on this as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the pollen's just gotten so much worse the past couple of years. I don't know if you guys can really... In Boston, it is gotcha. terrible. It is so bad. Yeah, it's so awesome to see that. I was also thinking too, like I love both of your opinions on this, but we could have Mary Jo start. So in terms of starting younger on these products versus yeah. starting older where your dad was, like what is your theory on that? Oh, start as young as you can. For sure. Right? Because why do you ever want to hit the wall? Right. That's the question. You look around you and you look at kids today. I mean, all these kids, I look at all these children on ADHD medications and antidepressants and oh my gosh, it disgusts me. It's just like, it's just, it makes me squirm because we have so many natural ingredients that can support the body to be as healthy as it can. And it's only, I, I look at the drug therapy as if you can't solve it 100% naturally, then you resort as last resort to go into the drug world because most of those kids will never get off the drugs. They'll right. be on them. This is what it says, right? The rest of your life. Mm-hmm. What You know, they all have side effects. And why don't I want to be 100% natural? You know, when people look at, like you said about energy, I don't have any drugs in my system. So that's what keeps me so full of energy. People go, well, I said, well, if you take all the drugs out and you eat, you know, as natural foods as you possibly can, and you don't drink all that diet soda and all the stuff that people, every time I kind of cringe a little bit when I see what people put in their bodies, I I said, could you start respecting yourself? Right. I mean, it's just kind of like, take it on. And especially as a young person, because if you take it on young, you know what? At my stage of life, you're going to be just like Mary Jo, right? I mean, it's just, it's the body is a, like a breathing plant. Mm-hmm. You don't want to kill it. You want to nurture it. So every time you put something in your mouth, am I nurturing my body or not? Now, what? trust me, that doesn't mean that I eat everything perfect. You know, I like my chocolate. <laughs> mints. At the end of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. Chocolate mints once in a while. You know, I have my favorites, peanut butter cups, you know, but, but, you know, they're not in the house. I might buy them on, I, but, you know, I'm not going to buy a huge bag of them and finish it in one sitting. So mm-hmm. the idea is it's not that you're ever going to be perfect, but if you start really honoring, respecting your body, it will respect you back mm-hmm. tenfold. So. That's how I go at it. I think the earliest, the better. I started my kids off early and they are totally drug free. You know, I mean, it's there and now in their forties. Hello. Dang. Right. And they're starting their children off healthy. And, and 
I, I look at them and I, they're even going crazier than I did. I mean, they're like, they're examining every food. They want my, and they go to special food markets and, and I'm like, but I, I don't grumble about it. I'm ecstatic, but I could say, Mary Jo, they're making you look bad, you know, because you're still shopping at Kroger's, right? You know, right? <laughs> so, but it's just a joy to see that kind of commitment. Amazing. Armini, would you say like you're craving less junk, like other things? Like, does that have an effect with anything that you're taking? Yes and no. I feel like, I don't know, like to what Mary Jo had said, you know, we're all human. Yes, the other day I was craving hot chips. I'm not going to deprive my body from hot chips. But am I also eating hot chips every single day? Absolutely not. It's like once a quarter, maybe once every five, six months, I'll have the cravings. But what I did notice is like, you know, the flavors are delicious. So I take Ambitrose Slim Sticks and the summer flavor has been delicious. It's the hibiscus ginger flavor. And they also have one that's like a citrus flavor. So the citrus is delicious until I tried the hibiscus and I'm like, ooh, this is, so it's almost like drinking your dessert. So yes, I feel like to a certain extent, like when I take the hibiscus ginger Slim Stick of Ambitrose, like I don't necessarily want to crave anything or eat anything other than that so or it like kind of I've also realized because like I'm very much of a seasonal eater too so you know I'll eat that it's refreshing and I'm like ooh, what else do I have in my fridge so I'll go grab like a peach or an apple or something and I'm like okay so it kind of like satisfies my cravings in that sense for sure yeah I love it. No, I just like, cause you hear sometimes when you fill your body with the right nutrients, your cravings change. So I was curious on like how that worked, but I, I love sweets. So I'm just like, I'm totally guilty of that. So I'm glad that it doesn't totally go away for sure. I want to talk now more about mentorship because I love the dynamic you guys have created. And I know you do so much of that, Mary Jo. And now honestly, Armini, like you're going to start doing that because you're just sharing so much great insight. So Tell us, Mary Jo, we'll start with you. Like, how how do you mentor people? And obviously, with Manatech, it was probably a great platform to kind of start doing that by educating, right? Yeah, yeah. And and really, I really probably delved into this much because I my husband had two children. So I started raising two stepchildren. And they were older and mentoring them on college decisions. One dropped out of college. So and my husband was throwing a fit. And I was going, Hey, college isn't for everybody. You know, I just, I love to take wherever you're at. If you made that decision, great. I'll celebrate a good decision with you, but what's next. Right. Right. So then I sent them on their way. What's next. And I'll just share that stepdaughter actually came back and want to be a a doula. I didn't even know what a doula was. Right. I'm looking at her like, what the heck's a doula? (laughs) I sounded like a hula hoop or something. I didn't know. Anyway, so I was very naive. So then, then she wanted to become a midwife and then she wanted to have her own midwifery practice with her friend of hers, a midwife. Today, they're multi, multi-millionaires. They're number one in midwifery in Dallas, Fort Worth and Frisco, Texas. Amazing. So, but it's just the encouragement of allowing people to feel themselves out and find that path. No pressure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the majority of the people, I, I really want to say the majority of the people really don't need college. I mean, I'm not dissing college. Of course, I have more degrees than a thermometer. So that would be a good thing for me. But but the idea is, you know, find a path where you really feel that there's a passion that you have. And it could be that you need college for that passion. But find that passion first before you just jump into college. You know, oh, I've gone to college, Japan. I'm going, oh, good. You know, and here's another graduate with 50,000 of debt in three years and not Who knowing. Who is your mentor, Mary Jo? Who is mine? I didn't really have one. Huh. 
I really didn't have one. I mean, my mom and dad were really driven people. So they like drove all of us four kids to rah, 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 rah. don't date, don't do this. Don't, you know, I was like, <laughs> and, and that was hard for them to tell me not to be social. My brothers and sisters were kind of those eggheads, right? Really smart. I married and not, we we're all smart, but, but I was very social. So I loved going to college and then I went off to law school and, and I just, um, I went through a lot of like great jobs and turmoil in my life because I didn't know if I was on the right path and I had confusion in my twenties and in my early thirties. And then I came across a great group of courses that were self-development courses. And when I went through that, it gave me at the foundation, I'll tell you the most important foundation besides my faith was discovering for me, what are my core values? You see, Jacqueline, you and Armini, we all have our own personal core values. It's not determined by scripture or by how you, it's you. Each of us are driven by something that's unique to us and discovering that. And now putting those first and foremost in your life, you will truly have the greatest joy. You'll find your greatest sense of happiness because you're fulfilling your core values. Not what somebody else told you, not what your church told you, not what the, the, you know, I mean, 101 people will try to tell you what you should be, what you should do, how you should. No, you answer your calling in your life. And when I discovered that, you probably can figure out my number one. It's called contribution, you know. So I set up a charitable foundation. I do charity work. I go on mission trips. I travel all over. I love to pour back into people around health. And I love mentorship. I love to mentor people in their 20s and 30s to help them feel like they're not trapped because isn't that what you guys feel? I mean, you get kind of trapped, you get on a track and you're going, is this really my voice? Is this really my answer for my life? So it's like, you know, how do I help somebody do that? That's my greatest choice, how I can contribute in people's life and help them find their core values and then fulfill their life for them. Not what somebody else made up for you. For sure. I think Armin and I can relate on a lot because I'm in my thirties too. And I think we're we're constantly rediscovering ourselves, right? Like a new thing happens, like Armie, please chime <laughs> in because I would love your thoughts too on like finding Mary Jo as your mentor and like what your thoughts are on even mentorship. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yes, I agree because, you know, it's like you're doing so much, right? As you're growing up, like you're listening to your friends. You're like, oh, but this friend is not going to become a doctor. Maybe I need to do that. But you don't realize that's not what you want to do. And then you meet another group of people like they're doing, I don't know, law or something like that. And then you realize, no, that's not what I want either. Like with me, my background is business management and I do accounting and, you know, that's pretty much black and white. And so I've always been one that I'm always like, I know there's more to me. It's always like that voice in the back of my head. Like I knew, and I still know to this day, like, it's fine. I enjoy what I do. I love the people that I work with, you know, Things on that front are amazing. Most of my friends I've actually met through the companies I've worked with, and that's incredible. But like in the back of my mind, within me as well, I knew that I had this other power inside of me. I just didn't know how to unleash it. And I think, you know, in today's world, we're a little afraid of aging. And I think we are terrified of like, you know, you look at it on our media, you look at it on our magazines. Which is why I love um, Elon Musk's mom, May Musk. She's a 70-year-old amazing cover girl running the world. And she's trying to break that norm. So then I meet Mary Jo. And it's one of those things of like, you know, I didn't know what I was going to get out of meeting her. I thought, oh, she's just going to introduce me to products. But like little by little, and it's been like over what six months now, her and I have known each other. 
it's always been like this dynamic duo in a sense. Like, so she's obviously, can I say your age? Did you already say it, Mary Jo? (laughs) I'm proud of my age. I turned 68 in October. So it's like, you know, how many people do you meet who are like above their 60s and are embracing life to their fullest? And I think like, that's what I love about her message. So well, her and I started talking. I told her about my goals. I love that I'm now part of like the M5M Foundation. I'm part of SOAR as well. And it's like giving back. It's You feel this pride and joy inside of you when you're doing that. And it's almost like I'm also helping something that's so much bigger. And it's now you're getting the community involved. And so naturally, you're now speaking to other people, raising awareness and sharing these stories. But like, I would agree. Like, you know, I think we live in a culture that's so afraid to getting older, getting like, you know, every decade you hit, it's like, oh my God. But when you flip the, I don't know, flip the sides and just kind of look at like Mary Jo, she's 67 going on 68. Nowhere inside is she stopping anywhere now. Well, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is amazing. If I could do what she's doing and all I have is like another 30 years, well, how do I prepare myself now to do what she's doing in the next 30 years? So like she's been helping me a lot tremendously, like finding out my own voice. I told her like there are certain times where, you know, people think I'm so nice with my bubbly personality, but I was like, I need to get trained on also being assertive. So like we're working on that aspect a little bit as well. So it's like, you are this amazing person, but like coming across someone who's your mentor, they just unleash those layers and you come forth with a better you every single time. So I hope that everyone listening to this podcast could see how amazing she is and how uplifting she is. So imagine having that on a weekly basis with Mary Jo. I'm like, ooh. So I look forward to our Zoom calls every single time. (laughs) And I'm just like, what am I going to uncover next? (laughs) And of course, I look forward to them every time because what's my number one core value? contribution. So you notice it's just an absolute bloody joy for me to be in that realm with Armine and so many other people, because it just fills my soul. I get off our calls and I go, yay, you know, I can, I can just be ecstatic. So it's just a joy. And by the way, we talk about what other people think about us. And it's not my book. I have a book list that I recommend people read. And this book is called What Other People Think of Me is None of My Business. I have recommended to literally hundreds of people. Terry Cole Whitaker, it is choice. And it's perfect for the younger generation because how many times do you worry about what other people think? Mm -hmm. You know, you are, be you. If they don't like you, hey, okay. I'm not going to let somebody else's opinion of me change me because I get to choose me. They don't. And we get so much caught up in that public perception and friends and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, no, you choose you. Mm-hmm. What are your core values? Who are you as a person? What do you want to project in this world? And there are going to be people that don't like you. And it's A-OK. And that book is just really a great book. No, I love it. I was going to touch upon too, like, because you grow and evolve, right? So when you were talking about how right. Armie's saying, like, becoming assertive, like, you're not that person anymore. Like, It's like new people need to come in. Like you need to let them in in order to kind of let those old ones go, right? I love that. Yeah, and I also think like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like I had no idea who Mary Jo was until she gave the presentation. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make an effort because I loved her vibe. I loved her energy. I loved her attitude. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, if it's just a hi, how are you? Goodbye, great. But if there's something more, but I also feel like, you know, 
by the time it takes you to approach someone, you already have 15 things going on in the back of your mind. I shouldn't approach her. What is she going to think of me? Do I do it? And it's just, just go for it. And I think the other thing that Mary Jo has taught me too, it's like, you know, sometimes I'll share my hurdles that I've come across or an obstacle or like a rejection too, because everyone hates rejection. And, you know, her uh, famous words are always, okay, great, next. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, it is true. Next, who cares? There's like a billion people in the world. So you're going to let like five people affect your mood for the day. So that's always been like very uplifting too, because it's like, you know, she doesn't not acknowledge the failures because, you know, we I think our generation, we're okay with failing and it's okay. It's like learning from it. But like her, she puts a lighter twist on it. It's like, okay, thank you, next. And it's just like, oh, okay, it could be that easy. You just got to train your mind to start thinking that way. That's what mentorship brings to the table, right? Because I would definitely have that mind drama myself for like, it's just (laughs) what we know. It's like embedded when, you know, like it's embedded. You don't know otherwise if you're not shown otherwise, right? Like, yeah. Yep. And the other, the other cool thing too is that when people get, usually when people attack you in some way, shape or form or give their opinion of you or whatever, what's the first response we do as human beings? We defend ourselves. We start going, rah, 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 rah. And now you're getting all anxious. You're giving away all your emotions. You're getting all hyper and you're, you know, your adrenaline's flowing and all this kind of stuff. If you came up to me today, Jacqueline, and say, Mary Jo, thank you for being on the program, but you know, I really didn't like you very much. And I go, oh, so what was it about me? And I would be inquisitive. I'd play Sherlock Holmes. And you could tell me, and I, and my response would be, well, Jacqueline, thank you for your feedback. Mary Jo, has someone ever done that to you before? What? T- tell someone- me something they don't like about me? Yeah. No, I mean, like, have they said, like, you know, I didn't really like how you were on, like, my show. Or has somebody ever done that to you? Well, I, not on a show necessarily, um, but you're going to come, <laughs> you know, probably the one thing, I, I do get feedback from people if, from, you know, maybe six months, I don't know when, but some people will say, well, you know, you're so effervescent, you're kind of overwhelming to people. And I go, oh, thank you for your feedback. Yeah. But you know what? I want to be effervescent. I want to impact lives. That's what my calling is to be. I'm Mm -hmm. not called to be a mouse, right? So that's about finding you and being okay in your own skin. Don't let other people rob you and try to reform you because you're going to have a heck of a time because everybody has a different opinion. Right. Oh, good luck. You're going to be playing the rest of your life. People pleaser. Oh, how do I make her happy? Oh, over here, I have to be like this. Oh, over here, I have to be able to be like, you know, and it's like insanity. It's exhausting. Right? Yeah. Choose you. And and that's the other aspect, Jacqueline. So many people, well, Rachel, how do I know how I am? I've been talking. And I said, you choose it. What's your voice? Who are you as a person? What's the difference you want to make in this world? How do you want to show up? And now choose it and run with it. That's where you're going to have the greatest fulfillment and greatest joy. Don't let other people tell you how you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do because you're always going to get, you know, get to some point in life, whether it's, you know, I compare it to a football field. You might be on the 50 yard line. You might even be getting down towards the end zone. And you know what? You're going to look up and go, oh my gosh, I don't even think I'm me. I don't know who I am. I get a lot of people in coaching that look at me. And I'm go, sure. I don't even know who I am, Mary Jo. And I go, whoa. At all ages, right? All ages. All ages. All ages, right? Mm -hmm. All ages. But I I first of all go, whoa, but my next step is like, well, let's go find out and let's, you know, and let's decide. Because most people think there's something inside. I was meant to be this way. And I go, no, you choose. What's most important to you? Let's choose it. And then 
when you walk in life in that posture, you're going to be ultimately greatest. You're going to, you know, experience your greatest fulfillment. So let's choose what, what's important to you. Let's go after that, right? We all have that inner sense in us. A lot of times it's covered up by what everybody else has told you for 25 years. I think people also don't stop to take a minute of who they are because life changes so fast. Like, you know, it's like you're just doing it because you're supposed to do it. And then, you know, you move on, you get in a relationship, you decide to have a family and all these things are happening. But sometimes it's so easy to just let go of who you are and just like continue going on this path. You're like, well, and so it could go 10, 15 years down the line. And then you're like, well, who am I? And so like meeting Mary Jo, I think that was the one thing that I appreciated about all of this was because, you know, I knew like my business management career wasn't the only thing and I could see her. She has different avenues. So then I was like, you know what? Why should anyone be stuck at just one thing? Why not just spread yourself and do other five things and see how that's going to change you or grow you? You know, but it is that fear of like, okay, well, I am going to change. I think that also comes along with it too, because it's, it's not easy. You're almost like working on yourself full time and it's, it's work, it's dedication. And it's the constant habit that you have to adapt every single time. So what would you guys say to, we could start with you, Mary Jo, like what is one of the top ingredients that the products have that you really, I don't know, believe in that you think is really making a difference? Awesome. Well, my favorite product is called Ambertose. And the the most important ingredient in Ambertose is the active saccharide and healing ingredient that's found in the aloe vera plant. Okay. And I actually have visited the aloe vera plants in Costa Rica. They plant them along the volcanic, uh, in the volcanic soils along that range of volcanoes in Costa Rica. That's where they plant all the aloe vera, massive you know, acreage of it. And here's the intriguing thing about aloe, because you see so many products out there that contain aloe, right? Aloe is a very popular ingredient. The problem is that once you cut the leaf off an aloe plant, you have to process the inner ingredients within six to eight hours or it's dead. That's why your mother or grandmother, great-grandmother always had a fresh aloe plant on the back stoop. I mean, you've seen this for years and years and years, and they you have a burn, they go out to the back stoop, cut off an aloe leaf and put the gel on the plant, right? Well, today we go in a grocery store and they have, oh, here's a thousand aloe, and 99% of them are dead. It contains aloe, but it, it's not going to have any impact on you because right. it's dead, Right. And this company ensures the active healing ingredient. They've learned to stabilize it so that when you take this product, you're getting the active healing ingredient in aloe vera. Isn't that awesome? And so I love that. Nothing new here, just a great way of understanding it and really getting making sure you're getting the active ingredient from aloe vera. I've always heard that that's one of the best things for your body forever, aloe vera, always. Well, those manosaccharides, the manosaccharides, they cover every cell in your human body. Every cell. Hello. Maybe that's important. I don't know. <laughs> right? So, Armie, yeah. have you been paying attention to the ingredients that you're taking too? Like, is there anything that's kind of stood out to you or? Absolutely. I think like just on a daily basis, I look at any of the ingredients that I read, right? And like, you know, yes, the rule of thumb is if I can't pronounce it, that probably should not go in my body. Like, that's how I see it. So with, you know, um, and what I loved about working with Manatech was, 
you know, Mary Jo explained all the products in there. And yes, obviously there are big words that you can't pronounce, but those are the vitamins and the minerals that your body needs. But she gave me the exact like ingredients that were in the products, which I appreciated a lot. And just like personally, again, after two weeks being on Manasee, my allergies basically were non-existent almost. And that for me was major. And yes, to what her husband went through, it's, you know, stick with it. I've been on the products now for five months, but I'm not taking any of the over-counter medication. I don't have to text message my doctor and have him put a, you know, a drug at CVS for me to pick up. I've noticed the results after two weeks. So then it's like, you know what, after two weeks, like I'm putting all natural ingredients in my body. And again, my energy levels have been amazing. And another thing I've noticed, which um, if you can see Mary Jo, obviously she doesn't have a lot of wrinkles or anything. Her skin is flawless, pretty much. I kind of noticed the difference in my skin. And I had two people just randomly ask me what I was using. And I was like, I was at the grocery store and I wasn't even wearing foundation. And someone was like, what foundation do you use? I was like, I don't have anything on. It's just blush that I've put on. And so I was literally talking to her. And what I love too is Manatech now has the um, our facial um, products that we also came out with. So I started recently using that as well. And yes, when you read it, the ingredients, it's not like, you know, an entire backside filled with ingredients. You don't know. It's very simple. And I love the fact that I also visited Costa Rica and I'm like, oh, the Costa Rica aloe vera plants. I feel so exotic using the products already. <laughs> And I I would also, the one thing that I love about Mattech, just like as a general form too, is, you know, I've met so many incredible people working with the company and just being aware, like with Mary Jo and her group of people, we have like Zoom calls um, three days a week and they're all incredible. You look at them, they're much older than me, but they are so motivated, so driven and so knowledgeable that I'm just like, this is me on a weekly call. And I'm like, I feel just amazing at getting off those calls. But then also like with our CEO too, he's an incredible leader and is always up for like asking input of what the younger generation wants and needs. And it's, you know, how many CEOs do you meet that are like willing to change their company and their viewpoints to cater to other generations too. So that's what I love about Manatech because it's not like, oh, they're targeting the older people 50 plus. No, they're targeting pretty much every single decade you can possibly think of. Amazing. Just the both of you sharing the different age demographic experiences, because my audience is so vast. I think it's so inspiring, like super cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. You know, to me, I love mentorship. I can go out and impact people in their 60s and 70s any day of the week, because that's my age range, right? But what I love so much is going after the younger generation, just like my kids, you know, and my stepdaughters. And and now I have grandkids that are graduating from high school, I mean, from college. So, I mean, it's just like, I love having the impact on them because if they just stick to education, they really don't get life. They don't get the idea of life. What is life? Well, how do I live my life to its fullest? Mm -hmm. And that's what I love to teach people. You want to live your best life. In fact, that's on my website, live your best life, how to live your best life. And people don't, they go, well, I have this. And I go, no, you choose. And really building in people the idea that you're at choice. Every day you're at choice. And just really opening up your mind to start realizing, don't let your past control your future. I don't have to let anything in my past control my future. Today's the first day of the rest of my life. What do I choose to do? What do I choose to be? And I just give people great 
concepts to be able to live life to its fullest every day. I mean, you know, and, and people go, where you? How do you get so much done? You're doing, you're running three different companies. You have your own personal foundation. You just came back from Brazil for 10 days on an evangelism trip, right? I just yesterday. Okay. And he says, how do you do all the, you know, and I just say, because every, here's a, here's a helpful hint for people. I wake up every morning and I say, I'm going to be my best today. So procrastination is not a word in my vocabulary. I don't even know what it is. Because when you vie to be your best every day, it's not pressure. It's just, you know, you don't allow diversions to take you off on crazy paths. You don't put off till tomorrow because you don't feel like it. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And once you get in the habits of living your best life every day and being your best, it just comes natural. You know, may I add uh, without prescription drugs in there too? (laughs) That's and, great. you know, like, I think the fact that surprised me, um, Jacqueline, it was, it said, like, I came across a quote where it said, like, 65% of population takes at least one drug daily. And then 40% of older adults take five or more drugs. And then here is Mary Jo without any drugs. And she's not stopping anytime soon. So when I met her, I was like, okay, this is like my future self. So I think the importance of mentorship and like meeting the right person who meets your energy levels, I think it's like, how do you see your future self? Find someone and let them help you guide you throughout the steps as well. I think that's like an important step that a lot of people missed out on. And for, if I could speak to the 30 year old, it's like, you know what? Don't be afraid of aging because here's my mentor who's 67 and a half and she's like nonstop. And I'm like, okay, this is my goal. This is where I need to be. And how do I get there? So I think that's the importance of mentorship and almost like tag teaming. And then you develop great people. And I don't know, like we're not stopping now. I don't know who else is going to cross my path through Mary Jo or what. And it's, it's incredible. I think like when you unleash this in this other person that you have that's been like basically you've been covered with everyone else's opinions about you and then all of a sudden you're like taking the, removing those and then you're like well this is me world here it is right so true i was gonna say i feel like the biggest takeaway from today too is like when you fuel yourself on the inside like everything else is like glowing right like i feel like it just blossoms and it's so awesome. Like, I feel like I have to tell you, I've come across a lot of MLMs in my life. And I am so inspired by you guys. Because I I even like messaged army about trying some products. Because I really like I love the greater good impact. And I really like, I mean, I love the two of your energy anyway. But I just I see the difference from even just meeting with you guys, like briefly on it, you know, I think it's so inspiring. So before we close out, can you guys share with us how they can follow you on social media or get in touch? And we're going to play a quick game time. So who wants to go first? Armini, you want to start with your social media first? Sure. My website is balanceandimbalance.com. Please reach out to me there. I have a section for Manatech. So it'll give you a nice little video of what the product is and then contact me so I can give you more information on that. And then my Instagram is balanceandimbalance. And what about you, Mary Jo? Um, Mary Jo Hilliker without the hyphen, you know, Emmy, you have to spell it right. Everybody wants to spell it M-A-R-Y, but you've already seen I'm a little unique. So my, no, my parents gave me the name M-E-R-R-I-J-O, Mary Jo Hilliker. And you can look up on Instagram and I do, I'm into reels really big now. I, somebody started me off on that and we had 10,000 people the other day. I'm going, come on, what's going on? Yeah. But it's the love of making an impact, right? So I do all that stuff. Um, I also have a website. And it's all about living your living your best life, right? 
how to live life large. That's basically my moniker, live life large. Is that great? So, and you can find me there. I do free consults with people. You can sign up for a free one-on-one consult for 30 minutes with Mary Jo, because it goes back to my number one core value, contribution, give back, any way I can impact your life. That's what I'm up for, right? I can tell. I can for sure tell. All right. Are we ready for game time? There's no like fast way you have to answer. It's just fun. Okay. We'll start with Armini. What is Armini's favorite food? Lentil soup. Huh. Yeah. I will make that any day, every day if I if I could. <laughs> I love it. And what's Mary Jo's favorite food? Well, my favorite meal is salad. So I guess I'm looking at salad ingredients. I mean, you always have to start with lettuce. So romaine lettuce is my favorite lettuce. So I'd say that, but you know, the other ingredients in there are equally important to me. It's the whole concept of a salad. I so love what is it. the ideal Mary Jo salad? What are we talking about? Here? Yeah. Ideal Mary Jo salad. It's going to have, um, obviously it's going to have romaine lettuce. It's going to have, um, cucumbers, radishes, some carrots, and what else did I put in there? I love artichoke hearts. Ooh. So I like to chop those in there. I love the banana peppers in there too, a little different flavoring that goes on it. And then I put a little oil and vinegar on top. That's my dressing I use. I don't use anything from the grocery store shelf. I just use oil and vinegar. Love it. Okay, we're going to start with Mary Jo now. Mary Jo, where is your favorite place you've ever traveled and a bucket list place you've never been you want to go? Uh, probably Australia. Yeah, I had a wonderful experience in Australia, just getting to know the people and and then going across to New Zealand. That was cool. That whole that whole trip was just so awesome. It was just it was so different. So I would say that would probably be one of my my favorites. Yeah. So oh, cool. And what about bucket list place? You never been, you want to go? I've never been to any like Ukraine and that whole area, that whole region. And of course with the highlights of what's going on there now, I don't want to visit right now. But, but I mean, I would, even, I would love to go and see some of those, that whole area and just travel, whether it's Turkey, Ukraine, you know, that whole, that whole area, because I've never been there and oh. I'd love to have that exposure. Yeah. So cool. All right, Armini, where is your favorite place you've ever traveled and bucket list place you've never been you want to go? Oh, okay. So I have two as far as my favorites. The first one's going to be Greece. Um, my sister and I surprised my mom for her 60th birthday in Greece while she was there with my dad and her sister and my uncle. So that was like one of those epic trips of like family reunion. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then the other place would be Costa Rica because like just visiting Costa Rica, it had multiple, like just seeing the beauty behind of it and the tropical lands and how much adventure is out there. It's actually pretty awesome. So I would say those two are my favorite trips. And Costa Rica was the first time like my boyfriend and I flew internationally. And so it it was also like meaningful on that end. Um, As far as my bucket list, I would say Armenia. Uh, My background's Armenian. I was born in Armenia, actually. And I haven't been. And so dating a non-Armenian, he's actually wanting to go explore too. So it's both on both of our lists for us to actually go. And it'll be nice for him to get a little um, background history on my roots. So cool. Love it. All right, guys. Final question. Armini, who is somebody dead or alive that you would love to have lunch with? Ooh, I'm going to stick to Richard Branson. Reasons why. A, I'm, uh, I want to go to Island. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, don't, I just love his success story. I think like, you know, when I read the book, one of his books, it shows like 
he teaches you how to fail, basically, because he's failed and it's okay. And he's one who has like developed his product for every age as well. And I think just like reading about his life, I could see like Manatech in it a little bit too, because it's like, you know, me personally, yes, I've had failure, but like with Manatech, it's like basically growing into different decades every single time and willing to change. And I, and I love that. Awesome. All right, Mary Jo, who is somebody dead or alive you would love to have lunch with? Well, my head's just filled, (laughs) but I'm going to come up with either Obama. I'll take the husband or wife, Barack's wife, either one of them. I have so much admiration for who they are as people, their heart and passion for people and the love they have for this nation. I just, I think it would be just amazing to sit down with them at a meal and just pick their brains and just listen, you know, ask questions and listen to what they have to say. I just so think, cool. again, well, that. I think both yeah. the people you guys chose have made huge impacts on the world, you know? So cool. That's yeah. So cool. That's we're trying to do, trying to impact on global basis too. And, and there you go. Behind, like the younger generations. <laughs> yeah. I'm like very inspired today. I'm very inspired by the both of you. Thank you for this awesome episode. Everybody definitely check out Armony and Mary Jo and all social platforms, their websites. And thank you so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on Scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next on Scene. (laughs) 